Part 4 Remus hovered outside James and Lily's house, waiting for Lily to answer the door and watching his cab drive away. Lily and James lived in one of the nice, private neighborhoods, not too far from Sirius and some of the other guys, but it meant a bit of a cab ride for Remus. He'd splurged, though, for Lily. The door swung open and Lily smiled, even if she did look a little frazzled. Re. Remus raised his eyebrows. Hi, Lils. Hi, hi, what's up? She reached and pulled him into a hug, a tight hug. Come in? Yeah. Hey, are you all right? I haven't heard from you in a while. You seem... Remus struggled to find the right word, but ended up settling for... James is being weird. <laughs> well, hello to you too, Lupin. James appeared at the bottom of one half of their twisting grand staircase. He was in what Remus assumed was most of the guy's uniform on their days off, sweatshirt, sweatpants, and socks, all lions labeled. Lily huffed, but smiled a little at James as he came over to wrap an arm around her. Isn't he always being weird? She leaned up for a quick kiss. I want ice cream and I want to watch movies. James, shoo. Remus is mine for today. James feigned offense for only a moment before grinning and giving Remus's shoulder a little shove on his way to the kitchen. See you in a bit, Loops. <laughs> yeah, hey, I hope your shoulder's taped under there. Of course it is, James said and crossed his fingers behind his retreating back where Remus could see. Remus laughed as he was tugged away by Lily. Remus eyed her carefully as she looped their arms together, leaning her head on his shoulder and practically dragging him to her and James's media viewing room. Something still seemed odd with her. The projector was already on, and it looked like its last use went to James watching game tape. Are you sure you're all right? Remus said. Lily just looked at him, wide-eyed, from where she was burrowing down in the many blankets on one of the huge couches, and Remus really knew something was up. First James at the dinner, now this? I'll go get the ice cream, he said, half because he thought they'd need it and half to give Lily a second. Yeah, she said faintly, then groaned and face-planted into the pillows. James was still in the kitchen when Remus got back upstairs, seemingly fixing himself a sandwich for lunch. He nearly jumped out of his skin when Remus said hello. Jesus, Remus laughed. You just saw me. What's up with you two? James laughed, but it wasn't his normal one. He ran a hand through his hair, scrubbed it over his face, and then braced both arms on the kitchen island on either side of his sandwich fixings. No, sorry. I don't know. I guess I was lost in thought. Or something. Right. Remus stooped to get the ice cream out of the refrigerator. He felt like James and Lily's house was something like his second home, and there was nothing he was more grateful for than meeting Lily at that first pre-season barbecue. Remus had never really had that many fast friends, but him and Lily had talked all night. Remus thought she was part of the reason he was so close with James and all the other guys, unlike so many others on the Lion staff. Um, James cleared his throat. So, uh, what movie are you watching? I don't know yet. Remus did look at James this time as he scooped chocolate brownie and mint into two bowls. Pots. James looked up from where he was squirting mustard onto his bread. James had his glasses on, the round ones that the boys made fun of on road trips. James wore them rarely, mostly when he needed a break from his contacts. Are you okay? Both of you. Is everything... James swallowed a hard swallow and nodded. Just a little. I'm just gonna let Lils talk to you all right, but don't worry. 
Remus paused beside him, hand on the silverware drawer. How am I supposed to not worry when you give me an answer like that? James picked up his plate and waved Remus off. Your ice cream is melting. When Remus came back with his two generously portioned bowls, Lily was sitting back up and took one almost greedily. So, Remus said, pushing his shoes off his feet with his toes and crossing his legs to face her. Your boyfriend is remaining tight-lipped. What's up? Lily just looked down at her ice cream, hair hanging so far over her face that it took Remus a good minute before he realized that her bottom lip was trembling. Lils, hey, hey. His voice was nearly a coup as he took their bowls and set them just within reach on the table, and scooted closer, wrapping an arm around her shoulders. Lils, I'm sorry, I... But Remus didn't think it was him. He squeezed her gently, thumb rubbing over her shoulder. What is it? It's... Her voice broke and she sucked in a shaky breath. Remus's heart was suddenly in his throat. Even if James hadn't said anything, that didn't mean... I... is it... are you and James? No, Lily gasped, even laughing a little as she wiped at her eyes. God, no. James is perfect. We're perfect. Fuck, I feel so stupid for even crying because it's not actually... actually bad. I'm just... Lily looked up at Remus then, green eyes shining and bright. The tear tracks on her face made her many freckles look stark and beautiful. I'm scared, Re. Scared? What do you mean? Remus's breath cut off with his words. He glanced down at Lily's stomach, noticing now that she had arms carefully wrapped around it. Remus's heart picked up and he looked back at Lily wide-eyed. You mean... We didn't... It was an accident, but... But we're... Happy? Remus finished for her, feeling a smile start to cross his face. Lily sniffled and let out a half-laugh, half-sob. <laughs> yeah, we are. But you're not freaked out? Like, we're young. Fuck, he's so focused on the team. And he just got back from his concussion last year, and he doesn't need this right now. Lily. Lily's rambling cut off and she blinked at Remus, then groaned and put a large spoon of ice cream in her mouth. What? What do you want? Not worrying about anyone else. What do you want? This was suddenly so close to the conversation he had had with Sirius. Lily was quiet for a moment. It didn't seem like she was really thinking about it exactly, more just taking her time with her words. I want this, she finally said. Then she smiled the little hand against her stomach. More than that, I... I want it with James. Remus had only opened his mouth to respond when there was a sniffle from their right. They both looked and Lily let out a tearful laugh because James was there, rubbing at his eyes behind his glasses in the doorway. I'm not listening, I promise, James said hoarsely, but he didn't move. Oh, get over here, you idiot, Lily said thickly, wiping her cheeks. James smiled a little sheepishly and crouched in front of the couch between them, hand reaching out to take Lily's and rub over her knuckles. Feel better now? Hmm, Lily said, gazing at him. Remus suddenly felt like a bit of an intruder on an important moment, but then James said, Finally told your best friend. I told you it'd help. Remus is happy, isn't he? So, extremely, Remus said, one arm still around Lily. Maybe this special moment included him. By what James said, maybe, just maybe, even this little part of what was about to be a monumental part of their lives was even about him. I think it's a boy, Lily suddenly gushed, cheeks pink from smiling. She did look like an entire weight had been lifted off her shoulders. I think it's a little soon to tell, or 
How long has it been? Remus asked. About four months, Lily said. We'll be able to tell at my next appointment. That's what the doctor said. James made a little noise and rested his cheek on her knee, grinning up at her. She smiled back, running her hand through his ever-messy dark hair. Who else knows? Our parents, obviously, James said, but from the organization, the team. Just you, Lily smiled at him. Remus raised his eyebrows, not even serious. James laughed. He's next. He's my Remus to tell. Remus smiled. He liked that. The notion that Sirius was to James what he was to Lily. It made him feel more a part of the lions than ever and left his chest warm. The first road trip of the season was to New York to play the Rangers and Remus never sat down for more than a few minutes before a road trip. For the boys, on the other hand, everything stayed relatively regular paced. They went to practice, took pregame naps, and played their heart out. Remus sharpened skates and made sure they had a good number of everyone's sticks, kept track of the token and the pregame kick-around soccer ball. He brought the med kits and the extra jerseys, the backup skates, and the backup skates for the backup skates. It was exhausting, which is probably why when he fell into a chair in the lion's lounge with the coffee that evening, he didn't register he wasn't alone until he heard hushed tones coming from behind one of the taller chairs, dark leather and plush. Leo had taken to falling asleep in them, much to the delight of James and Casey's habit of taking embarrassing pictures and having them printed out to cover various parts of the lounge. Oui, maman. Ma chavie, c'est bien. Sirius said, voice low and somber, like every word was being dragged out of him. Remus didn't quite speak French, but he had taken a few courses in college just to be able to talk to some of the French-Canadian guys on his team, and he registered that Sirius was talking about his ankle, saying it was fine. He registered that Sirius was talking to his mother. Remus should move. He knew he should move. Je ne serai pas valent sans raison. Sirius continued, then after a pause, a little harsher. Ce n'est pas une raison. Remus swallowed. Sirius's mum was asking him to play dirty? To hit someone, maybe? God, Remus couldn't imagine hearing that from a parent. Si ce n'était pas un accident? D'accord. Il est pas. Il est ignoble. Je n'ai pas. Remus's heart was in his throat. They had to be talking about Snape, and Sirius was... He was, if it wasn't an accident, okay, it's a low blow, and he is low, ignoble, I am not. Remus knew Sirius had it rough, but he was glad he could stand up for himself. D'accord, la prochaine fois que vous me verrez, vous pourrez me frapper tout ce que vous voudrez. Remus sat up then, gasped a little, and Sirius's head poked out of his chair to see who it was. His eyes widened a little and he whipped his head back around and out of sight. I have to go, he said in English, and then he was standing, facing Remus and sliding his phone into the pocket of his sweats. Re, I, I'm sorry, Remus stuttered. I, I didn't know anyone was in here. I was on my feet all day and I was just going to have a coffee and go. Sirius shook his head, shoving both of his hands into his pockets instead. Re, I'm not mad. It's fine. Remus didn't know what to say, too focused on the sad tone of Grey in Sirius's eyes. Sirius just shrugged. It's not like it's a secret. That doesn't make it okay. Remus's mouth blurted before he could really think twice about it. Fuck. Sorry, that's not my place at all. Sirius just shook his head again, head low. I didn't say it was okay. I, you know, I see Heather about it. Remus nodded, Heather, their sports psychologist, 
that's good, Sirius. A lot of guys wouldn't do that. Someone's got to be the example, right? Sirius pulled his hands free and shook them out, rolling his shoulders like he was trying to roll a weight off them. Or at least tried to. Remus stood too, taking a step forward because he wanted Sirius to listen to this. You're an amazing leader. Sirius froze up a little again after that, and it was quiet between them just in the small space. Remus hadn't exactly meant to get that close, but now Sirius's eyes were flicking between his lips parted. Thank you, Sirius said softly, then he licked his lips, his chest breathed in like he was going to. Boys. Casey banged on the doorframe a few times as if he needed to alert his presence. Then again, Remus thought as he caught himself staring at Sirius's mouth. Maybe that was a good idea. Coach says, wheels up at 10 a.m. sharp tomorrow. Sirius looked up. They took a step back at the same time and Remus took a long drink from his coffee. Sounds good, Case. Thanks, Sirius said and pulled out his phone again. Remus turned to go. When? Need the rides, Remus. Sirius smiled at him, a slightly nervous, closed-lipped thing. Or, bututenei. Hungry? Remus blurted because it came to him faster than the word dinner, and Sirius Black had just asked him if he wanted dinner, potentially with him? A laugh burst out of Sirius, his eyes crinkled. <laughs> Remus loved the way Sirius said we, loved the way all the French Canadian guys said it, but especially Sirius. This drawn out sound that was almost twangy. It was lazy, confident, like they were sure of their answer, like they had already known the question before it had even been asked. Sirius sounded mostly Canadian when he spoke English, but it felt like that twang kept up in all his words, at least a little bit. Sirius swung a little on his feet, hips dipping back and forth as he waited, hands in his pockets still. He tilted his head, puppyish. Remus swallowed hard. <laughs> yeah, we... It didn't sound nearly as good as it did in Sirius's slight accent. Okay, Sirius nodded, grinning. We're getting pizza. Don't tell anyone. That's not on your diet plan. Sirius swung around as he led Remus out of the room, walking backwards. Shh, you have your first away game tomorrow night. Sirius just put a finger to his lips and beckoned him forward and back to the locker room to grab his stuff. Meet me at the parking lot, he said before disappearing inside. Only, waiting at the door the players used gave Remus time to think. To dwell, really. He knew they'd be going to Sid's for pizza, anyone in Gryffindor went to Sid's, but he didn't know anything after that. It's just serious, he mumbled under his breath to himself, then serious fucking black serious. What? Remus turned sharply on his heel. What? Sirius was standing there with his backpack slung over one shoulder. He pulled the door open and waved Remus through. I thought you said my name. No. Remus shook his head. No. No. So none of the guys wanted to come? Sirius just sort of shrugged and instead of answering, asked, Where do you want to go? They looked up at each other as they walked side by side. A hint of a smile started to form on Sirius's face and then they both nodded a little. Sids, they said and grinned. Of course, Remus laughed. Where else? Sirius chirped his car and Remus climbed in, waiting for Sirius to stow his bag in the back seat. He climbed in and started the engine, turning around to back up, his arm going around the back of Remus's seat. This close, Remus could see the few dark freckles that dotted his neck and a bit of collarbone revealed by the hem of his worn t-shirt. There was one on the underside of his jaw, too. Remus looked away, out the window at the fairly empty lot. Hopefully we'll get in. 
Hopefully, I don't get mobbed, you mean. That too, Remus conceded. Sirius withdrew his hand from the seat, but kept only one hand on the wheel, relaxed. Busy day, huh? Excited for New York. Always, Remus said, and that busy day is partly your fault. Sirius glanced at him for a second, then back at the road. My fault? You're the one who needs your left skate to be sharpened first from the back to the front. Sort of breaks up the process when you have to think about it. Sirius scoffed, but it took him one glance at Remus to realize he was laughing, and he gave Remus a little shove in his passenger seat. Fuck off. Remus felt warm from Sirius's hand. Your superstitions are ridiculous. Sirius flicked his blinker on with a little more flourish than necessary. Excuse me, my superstitions work, thank you very much. You mean you work? See, that's the part I've never understood. What part? Remus looked at Sirius. He might as well get an eyeful while he had to be focused on the road. Hockey's so focused on superstitions, but it's all you guys. You work hard. I watch you work hard every day. Sirius nodded slowly, seemingly mulling it over in his mind. Yeah, he said, but it's a little magic too, don't you think? The chemistry, the team chemistry, or the relationship to, I don't know, luck? Lucky stick, lucky order, lucky way of taping. It's all it is, really. I'm just... I'm just looking for a little bit of luck. A lucky charm. Nothing can be perfect. Not even honey and butter toast at five o'clock sharp. Sirius smiled, rolling his eyes a little, and Remus watched the way his eyes brightened, how he drummed his fingers on the steering wheel. Maybe, but it feels nice to have something constant when nothing else is. He looked over at Remus and held his eye for a second. Remus felt a little bit caught, you know? Remus watched Sirius pull his bottom lip between his teeth as he looked back to the road, taking the left for the Sid's parking lot. His chest felt tight. Yeah, he cleared his throat. throat) Yeah, all right, I'll buy that. Some guys wait a lifetime for their lucky charm, you know? Remus laughed. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen Leo and his lucky tennis balls. Yours will probably be a lucky, I don't know, brand of peanut butter. Let me know when you find it, alright? Oh, I will. Sirius sent him a look as he pulled the car into park, a big smile, and then ducked away out of the car, and Remus was left staring at an empty seat before he got out too. Sid's was crowded, as they expected, but the guy manning the front desk's eyes went wide when he saw Sirius, and they were ushered to a table in the back before too many Gryffindorians could realize who was among them. Remus was grateful for the privacy and the dim lighting. Now, if he made a fool of himself, no one would be around to watch, and Sirius wouldn't be able to quite catch the way his cheeks flamed. I could eat three pepperoni pizzas, Sirius groaned as they sat down, gazing at the menu. (laughs) I don't really recommend that, but whatever floats your boat. Sirius scrunched his nose. (laughs) That will definitely sink my boat tomorrow. Remus shrugged and picked out a small ham and pineapple pizza for himself. Sirius scoffed when he asked what Remus was getting. Degu! It's not gross, Remus protested. Have you ever actually tried it? Sirius sank guiltily in his seat, eyes innocent. Remus flicked a straw at him from the canister at the table. He didn't know what made him do it, and he regretted it almost instantly. It felt, well, flirty. Sirius's eyes, however, lit up. He threw two back. Of course he did. Once their pizzas arrived, Sid's was in full swing and they had to lean in close over their food to hear each other. 
Sirius did the funny thing where he folded his pizza in half to eat it and now had a little speck of grease below his lip. Remus was still deciding what to do about it. The guys really didn't want to come? Remus asked, just for something to say. Sirius paused for a second mid-chew, then wiped his mouth with his napkin. The small speck of grease was still there. Remus shifted in his seat. I guess not. The game tomorrow, maybe. Besides, sometimes small dinners are nice, eh? Remus nodded. No, yeah. Yeah, this is... this is nice. Sirius smiled a little. Good. I'm glad. Remus finally gave in. Um, you have... He motioned to Sirius's mouth. Sirius rolled his eyes a little playfully at himself and wiped his mouth. Better? Mm, not quite. Remus's hand itched. Mm, now? No, um, it's just here. I... He started to reach forward before he could really think about it. And Sirius jolted back. They stared at each other, Remus's hand slowly lowering back to his lap. Remus didn't want to think about that, what all of that might mean, so he touched his own lip instead and said quietly, Here. Then nodded and looked down at his pizza, busying himself with tearing a new slice. Yeah, you got it. Remus. Hmm? When Remus looked up at Sirius, his eyes were sad, even a little panicked. What's wrong? Remus asked, trying his best to sound like he couldn't fathom that anything from the last minute could have upset either of them. It sat heavy in his stomach. Just pictures, Sirius said. Not, it's just that anything can be taken out of context, and... Remus nodded. He knew that already. He knew what it would look like, especially with the scrutiny Sirius was constantly under by the public eye, especially now at the start of the season. Yeah, it's all good, Pads. But Sirius still looked incredibly guilty, his eyes pleading for something that Remus couldn't name, that Remus thought it wasn't really fair of Sirius to ask him to be able to name. When Sirius just kept looking at him, Remus rolled his eyes. Sirius, it's fine. I know what you mean. It isn't a big deal. It's not? Sirius asked. His expression had turned careful, questioning. Remus shook his head and bit into his pizza slice, mostly so he didn't have to answer. He wished he had never done anything at all. He shouldn't have even agreed to come to dinner. Remus had feelings, Sirius didn't. Remus was gay. There was no openly gay players in the NHL, and that was probably because being the first one would be so difficult. Sirius wasn't, anyway, but even if he was, Remus had taught himself not to hope for anything a long time ago. The rest of the dinner was a little weird, stilted maybe, and Remus was reluctant to get out of Sirius's car, which had just pulled up at his curb on such a note. Sirius seemed reluctant to let him and turned his entire body towards Remus. Look, I know I keep bringing it up, but about the... the thing. It's not that I have a problem with anything like that. I don't. I really, really don't. Whoever loves whoever, I'm for it. I didn't think you did, Remus replied, trying to steady his breathing. This was getting a little too close for comfort. I wouldn't want you thinking that about me. I'm not my parents. Remus looked back at him. His face was lit blue by the dashboard in the dark. His eyes took on the color and looked strange and earnest. Remus wanted to reach out, but he didn't know when he'd next have the courage. Not for a while. Serious, I don't know your parents. I know you. I know you aren't like that. It was true, but Remus couldn't make himself say more. 
to say that he would be Sirius's if he ever, in some universe, this one or otherwise, wanted that. The car got silent again, but Remus didn't look away. If there was anything he could give Sirius, if not himself, it was reassurance and friendship. Sirius let out a long breath, pinching the bridge of his nose between his eyes. I'm sorry I ruined dinner. <laughs> You'd be stupid if you weren't jumpy about the cameras. It sucks, but it's part of who you chose to be. I get it. Really, please don't worry. Remus tried to offer him a little smile. It wasn't, it wasn't even like that anyway, so it's not like you hurt my feelings or anything. It was a lie straight through his fucking teeth, but it had to be said. But contrary to what he expected, Remus watched as Sirius's shoulders stiffened. There was a hanging moment where Remus held his breath, sure Sirius was about to say something, something. Then tomorrow, Sirius straightened, chewing on his bottom lip, do need the ride. Remus felt like there was no air left for him in the car and he cracked the door, slipping out onto the sidewalk. Mm, Moody's got me. Sirius nodded. Okay. Okay. Sirius smiled, tight around the eyes, and Remus had no clue how to fix anything. Night three. Sirius drove away slowly, like he was looking back at Remus in his mirror rather than the road. Night, Remus said to the street. Remus felt like he was nearly going to fall asleep in the elevator of their New York hotel. It was three in the morning and the Lions had lost four nothing to the Rangers and Remus had only just finished helping the equipment staff reload all the Lions gear back into the trucks, ready to be flown out in the morning with the rest of the team. It had been a tough game. They'd had to swap Leo in for Casey in goal during the first period. It turned out Casey had hurt his thigh again in practice and he was day to day. And Leo, in his first NHL game, had let four goals in while Henry Glundquist had gotten a shutout. Remus had seen Sirius earlier in the locker room talking to him quietly, but tonight was bound to sting a bit for all of them. After a blinding start to the season, it never felt good to fall so far. The door dinged, but it took Remus a minute to open his eyes. Loops! Asleep in the elevator! Alert! Alert! James! Shh! Jesus fucking Christ. Remus snapped his eyes open to see James, Casey, and Sirius standing there, all with what looked like M&Ms and potato chips in their hands. James was grinning, Casey was yawning and favoring his good leg, and Sirius was looking down. Sirius hadn't really looked straight at Remus since that night at Sid's Pizza a few days ago. What are you guys doing up? It's three in the fucking morning. Day off tomorrow. Just a plane ride. We can sleep then. Plus, James didn't say it, but Remus nodded, knowing what he meant. It was hard to sleep after a loss. Remus could remember that from college. Right. Well, Remus caught the slowly closing door. Get in or take the stairs. I'm exhausted. They were all going to the team's floor and Remus let himself settle against one side of the elevator while the others talked. He looked up and met Sirius's eyes, who was leaning against the other wall while James and Casey argued loudly, echoing in the small space. Sirius didn't look away, but he didn't really smile either. Remus raised an eyebrow and Sirius tilted his head. What? Remus mouthed silently. Sirius shrugged one shoulder, then waved a hand just a little so the others wouldn't see. Remus's brow furrowed, but he waved back. Then Sirius looked away. Fuck. Remus just wanted to go to bed. Night, boys, he said when the doors opened and they all stopped at James's door. There was a chorus of good nights and Remus was just sliding his keycard into the door when there was a hand on his shoulder. 
He turned into it and Sirius was there, looming over him. I... hi, Remus said. Hi. Sirius looked back down the hall, where the door to James's room had just closed behind the others, then back at Remus. Do you... do you want company? Or... or you're going to bed. You're going to bed. Remus studied Sirius's face carefully. He had said that if Sirius needed him, he'd be there. And Remus couldn't deny that there were few things he wanted more in life than to be there for Sirius, no matter what he had done or assumed. And Sirius obviously needed something, or at least felt like something was unresolved between them. Maybe if Remus let him in, he would finally drop it and they could go back to how it was. A little distant, but friendly. That at least was better than this. Remus motioned him in with a jerk of his chin. Come on, we'll watch something get you wound down. Give me those skittles if I'm gonna stay awake. Sirius handed them over readily like they were his ticket inside Remus's room and shut the door behind him. I'm gonna take a quick shower if you don't mind, Remus said already walking towards the bathroom. Make yourself comfortable. Thanks, Sirius said faintly. Remus shot him a smile that he hoped was comforting before shutting the bathroom door. He let out a long breath and started the water before stripping. Having Sirius Black waiting for him on a bed would get him moving quick enough. Not that he took very long showers to begin with. This was like some strange fantasy of his come to life. Except, well, they wouldn't be. Remus huffed and stepped under the spray, grabbing the shampoo bottle. He realized only as he was towel-drying his hair that he hadn't thought to bring in an extra set of clothes into the bathroom with him, and he froze mid-rub, looking at himself in the mirror, wide-eyed. Fuck, he said quietly and turned to stare at the door. He could faintly hear the TV. He wrapped a towel around his waist, making sure it was secure before opening the door. It wasn't anything Sirius hadn't seen before. Naked guys, that is, not Remus naked. Hey, sorry, forgot to get clothes before. Yeah. Sirius had kicked his shoes off and was stretched out on the bed. He'd piled the pillows behind him and his shirt was hitched up on one side. Remus could see his flat, toned stomach. Sirius's eyes found Remus in the dim room. His face was all soft angles in the flickering light from the TV. Sirius licked his lips, then looked away. It's okay. He still sounded unbearably sad, and as Remus turned away he frowned, mentally planning his words instead of focusing on the fact that he was currently about to drop his towel and reveal his bare ass to Sirius Black, captain of the Gryffindor Lions. He did it quickly, boxers at the ready, and soon he was in his sweatpants and pulling a sweatshirt over his head. He hesitated at the edge of the bed, and Sirius looked up at him. What? Sirius asked. His voice sounded sleepy and content, much better than it had in the hall, tight and strained. Nothing. Remus cleared his throat, then knelt on the bed. <clears throat> You're hogging the pillows. He reached and tugged two out from Sirius's mass. It startled a small laugh out of Sirius. Oh, oh sorry. Remus arranged the pillows to his liking, careful to not get too close to Sirius. What are you watching? He asked with a sigh as he flopped onto his back. Fuck, that feels good. Sirius shrugged. Hmm, just turned it on. You okay? Yeah, just lots of loading and unloading today. My back is tired. Sirius hummed. Hmm, you guys work hard. Remus looked over at him. So do you, just at different times. Sirius was flipping his phone idly in his hand. Just giving you the credit you deserve. Remus smiled a little. Yeah, I know. Sirius missed and dropped his phone on his chest with a little oof and turned into a heavy sigh. <laughs> okay, Remus asked quietly. 
He didn't want to push too hard, but serious side, I should be okay. But you aren't. It's one game. Sirius let his head fall back and stared at the ceiling. It's the beginning of the fucking season and everything is fine. Sirius turned his head. Part of one cheek was smushed against the pillow and his eyes were somber on Remus. And they shouldn't even be dumping this on you. You're tired and this isn't even a real problem and I'm just, I'm just being stupid and I can do better. That's not how it works. Sirius closed his eyes and sighed again. I know that. You have a team, Sirius, Remus said gently. It's not just you. I know. Sirius's voice was even softer this time, and looking at him, eyes closed, brows drawn together, Remus wanted to kiss him so much. I think you need to get some sleep. Sirius's eyes opened tiredly at Remus's words, his blinks slow, and he nodded. I'll just lay there. I hate just laying there in the dark. Remus's heart pulled as the words brought to mind a much younger Sirius with no escape from the pressure, laying in a smaller bed, staring up into the dark. Remus picked up the remote and flipped until he found a cooking show, mindless, comforting. Well, watch for a bit, eh? Take your mind off some of it. I'm just warning you I might fall asleep, but I'll be here. If you need me, just wake me up. I don't care. I care too much. Sirius's eyebrows were still low and worried, but he looked at Remus with something like disbelief. Thanks, Loops. Remus nodded and kicked back against the pillows, the bed jostling as Sirius did the same. They ended up with their shoulders brushing despite the size of the bed. Remus didn't know why, but from this distance he could feel Sirius's warmth. It wasn't just another weight in the bed. It was a person, close by. It was Sirius's even breathing, the sound of him fiddling with the drawstrings on his sweatshirt. Remus wasn't sure when his eyes closed, but with the soft sound of the TV and Sirius beside him, he'd never fallen asleep faster.